You're now listening to Fundamental Fast Pitch. Welcome back, everyone. It's Mike here with Jessica Tanner and Heather Money on the Fundamental Fast Pitch Podcast. This is episode 39, Coaching Styles. Uh, we finished our first summer session about a week ago here, girls, and uh, we have another one coming up. Coach Jess, you want to get into that real quick about promo codes and such? Yeah, so we've got another um, another summer series on July 31st through August 3rd. That's another Monday through Thursday from 9 a.m. to noon at House of Hitters and Katie. Um, when you guys go to register, if you'll enter the promo code SNOWCONE in all caps with an exclamation point, you'll get $25 off the four-day session. Awesome. Um, let's not waste any time tonight. Heather, how are you doing? Doing great. Ready Coach to go. Jess? How are you doing? Wonderful. I'm, huh. as I told both of you before we started recording, I, full disclosure, I am sitting outside. It is a beautiful evening here in Sealy, Texas, and cows are right outside the gate. So if you guys hear some questionable noises, just know we've got baby calves running around in the background. I've seen some of the photos. They're adorable. Uh, you are not lying uh, as it pertains to their adorableness. Um, now, coaching styles. Everyone has one. Everybody's different. I think it's good to get a group of, of coaches, a group of individuals, adults, if you will, who are who are good and they mesh and they vibe off one another. But let's go ahead and get into the coaching styles. Um, the first one entitled All Business All the Time. This is not the same as party in the back or business in the front and party in the back like the mullet thing. So, but all business all the time. Coach Heather, you want to go ahead and kind of hit on that one? What that might look like? Yeah, and like, and I just want to throw it out there that like you you can be more than kind of like one of these styles. You don't have to be, like people aren't going to fall just into one of these categories. You can pull and pick and choose from each of these. But sort of the all business all the time is the coach that's just um, you know very focused, uh, d- doesn't ne- necessarily have a lot of like outward fun with the kids. Um, it's just you know we're here to to do a job and we're going to do it and we're focused and we're uh, you know not much. Not much, uh, you know, goofing off, being silly, you know, when appropriate, but um, just not much of that. Um, just all business, all the time. We're always focused on a job and always doing the job. Coach Heather or Coach Jess, excuse me. Uh, do you want to add to that? Um, no, I think um, I think Thanks, that's like the, the, I was going to say, I was waiting for for it's interesting that you asked Coach Heather about that one because when you asked her to describe it, I was waiting for her to be like, uh, Coach Jess. But like, I'm glad that she also prefaced that you can be multiple styles. Um, I think it's also about like your personality type. Um, you can be like all business all the time and be like more of a stern or direct person, but then you can also um, be something completely different when you're off the field. So I don't think the the coaching style necessarily ties directly with like your personality personality type off of the field. It's just like how you choose to coach and how you think your players are going to best respond. But it absolutely could just be you turned up to a, a higher level, right? That that's also possible. Yes, um, as we may get into um, all business all the time. Um, fun, fair, positive. Um, you know, th- this this podcast, as I'm sitting here going through this in my mind right here, this is kind of, I think, be more of kind of like a round table approach type of a podcast. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yes. And, you know, whenever I first read the outline for this, you guys know what it made me think of? 
um, you know, those memes that float around and they have like the picture of the field and then it's like the either the the one that talks about like which position you are based on like your different personality or <laughs> like the parent one where it's like the pitcher's dad and like center for like all of this. This is how I feel. That's the picture I have in my mind right now as we talk about this. Well, I, 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 I'm right there with you. I'm, I actually have done it on um, some of the other podcasts, parents podcasts where my eyes are kind of focused and closed as we're talking. And I think of the diagram where it shows like where the parents sit, like you have your pictures and you're catching parents like right behind the dish yes. and then everyone will spread yes, out. That's like, exactly it. And then if you scroll in really, 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 uh, really into the picture and um, you kind of look in the background, you'll see someone pacing and that's me at times. Um, I, <laughs> That's not, but that is not out of nerves. Just to clarify, no. that is because Mike doesn't stay still. I do not stay still, which gets me to, I think, guys, let's go ahead and, and, and get into it. Um, what is your coaching style? And I, at the very top of it, uh, it says be yourself. As we've talked about it before, building relationships with your players in previous podcasts, um, you really do got to be yourself because if you build those relationships with your players, they'll be able to tell when you're off. And and really it's not just the coaches having to mesh in my opinion, it's the coaching styles meshing with the girls, right? Like there is mm-hmm. not a wrong coaching style, but there is a wrong coaching style for certain individuals, right? So you kind of meet them where they're at. You have a good balance in coaching staff and you can kind of, kind of, um, based off that, I, I would like to go first on this one just because I'm already talking. Um, <laughs> you, you know, I am obviously the all business, all the time type of coach. Um, we are the military, right into the girls. Um, obviously, for those of you who know me, know I'm being a little facetious here. But I do find it funny because the next line says, how has it developed and evolved over time? And obviously coaching, you know, when I first started coaching rec ball and stuff, it was just like I'm bringing eggs out and we're trying soft time with eggs and we're trying to get the girls to laugh and be silly, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, with 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 our teams – I think the first first couple practices, you know, I was still me and excited and stuff, but I was being a little, <laughs> a little not atypical of my personality. And Jess kind of looks at me, she's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm being <laughs> Jessica Tanner," and she's like, "You are Mike. That's why I want you to help coach." I'm like, "I'm like," and I, I remember the first couple practices, I was like, "Do I have full permission?" Like, she's like, "Yes." I'm like, "No, but like on the field permission." She's like, "Yes." I was like you understand what I'm asking you. <laughs> and she's like, let's see it. And then we'll pull back if needed. Um, but no, I, I think I probably fall into the category. And, and just and just for the record, it's easy to be this personality type for the kids when you have other people who are different than those, right? Like you can't all be the same personality type. I don't feel like necessarily. Um, and I think the balance is great, but I'm obviously, um, you know, a little more of the the energetic um, like I like I don't know who enjoys cheering more, the girls or me. Um, <laughs> the girls think it's the funniest thing in the world to get me involved in cheers, and then I'll get in cheers, and then they'll stop, and I'll be the only one talking, and then they'll laugh at me, <laughs> and, it, and it it really keeps a loose dugout, right? Like it's fun. All the girls vibe well. We all we all get along together. But I I do think just for the being yourself and how has it developed over time? Like I remember the first couple of weeks we were talking, Jess. I'm like, yo, this is not working. Like it is not working. So. Be yourself. And as my, I think my coaching type, at least with these, this individual set of kids that I'm involved with in coaching, um, it's funny, Jess, because for a while I was so over the top and, and, you know, naturally so the girls wouldn't necessarily respond to me in a way I would want to all the time. But as we've, 
and that like they couldn't separate Mike from Mike. You know what I mean? So as we evolved and as we went along, like I've been able to build that relationship and they've been able to build that relationship with me where they know when Mike's being silly and fun and we're getting after it and we're working hard. And then they also know when like I asked them to do something like, for example, when I'm at third base, if Jess is like with 12 you, like it's a completely different, like they're getting a completely different thing. And I've learned how to rein that in for that experience from, for that environment and vice versa with the girls. So, I mean, I think again, as I've been talking for six or seven minutes now, like building the relationship, previous podcast, huge, but really learning how to be flexible in the way we coach the girls on a game to game and scenario, scenario basis, and really having the same group of girls year over year. Um, it really helps, right guys? Like having that relationship and trust, not just for a couple months, but really getting to know one another um, on the field, but be it at dinners or family parties or birthdays, like really getting to really work well with those kids and build those type of different trust levels and different expectation levels as you evolve as a coach and really as you evolve um, with your team. Um, I hope I said some good things in there. I would like to kick this one to Coach Heather, I think. Heather. Would you nope, like to go I'm going to cut you uh, off or I'm, or I'm going to lose my train of thought. Sorry. Excellent. So for those of you guys that are that are listening to Mike describe his coaching style, I'm going to paint you a picture. So just think um, from the Christmas movie, Buddy the Elf <laughs> in athletic apparel. That is that is Coach Mike. His coaching style is sunshine and rainbows, top with sprinkles. Um, he's positive all the time. And it works because like he said, like he gets to be that way because I'm, I'm not that way, at least not all the time. And so it helps that we have different coaching styles, different personalities, different, um, just, just approaches in general when it comes to coaching a group of girls, because it's, it creates a nice balance depending on the situation and what, and what needs to happen. And then, like Mike said, um, I get to come in and have my coaching style, which is a little bit more stern and direct. And then in, in my absence, Mike does a very good job of taking on that role and kind of shifting gears to where he's more of like the more a little bit more serious, but also still fun, still cheering like he's he's got to find that balance to kind of <laughs> to kind of handle both his coaching style and my own, like I said, when I'm not there. And that's why I kind of wanted to touch on that because it did take me a minute just to kind of get to that point with the girls after the first, the first fall part of our season. Like I was like, okay, like this is fun and great and all, but like there's two teams. So <laughs> I have to evolve in the moment. And when you're there, like there's nothing wrong with pretending to trip and spilling water on the children. Like that is an okay, a coaching approach. I just want to say like, <laughs> that's fine. Mike, and the reason why it works that you're able to kind of do those dual roles is because even when when Jess is not there, you're 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 not trying to be her. You're still being yourself. You're just stepping into a slightly different version of yourself. So it, it only works because you're still being yourself. Fair enough, and 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 I do appreciate what I view as kind words. I just I wanted to emphasize like. Per the outline, it really has developed for me with this specific group of children and really like being yourself, like just literally telling me, Mike, stop. You're not me. Go be yourself. But it's uh, yeah, I don't care. Go be you. And then that's when it really no, because it was it was important information for me who went from like super dad to like super dad. It pertains to like super legacy cheerleader, whatever you want to phrase it as. Right. Like went from that and I was able to bring that kind of to the dugout and, and it really works with but also we have the type of players guys where I think it does work with those specific kids like if you have a whole group of super serious kids they're gonna look at me like what are you doing stay away from me right but 
when you have a certain group of kids and as they get older and you build those relationships, as I keep going back to, like it should be able to translate, hopefully. Um, now, if you if, if you're still having trouble with your uh, with your train of thought, Jess, go ahead and jump in. No, that's great. I just wanted to add that while I was thinking of it because I thought that that was a good ad. Um, and just so that the people that have not had the opportunity to meet you can kind of put like maybe a, a picture to, to your voice and things like that. But I, I actually do want to agree with you. Um, I'll, I'll go last on this one. I want to kick it over to Heather because I want to hear how she describes her coaching style. And then, and then do we get to judge her responses? Absolutely. Excellent. So I want to I know how I'll go ahead and explain how I view it, but I want to hear uh, what y'all would, how y'all would describe my coaching style as well. So um, I, I don't, I don't know that I can, I'll try to put it into words how I can uh, describe my po- coaching style, but I would say that I'm, I'm definitely not the, the loud coach. That's the, I'm not a yeller. I'm not a screamer. Um, I will get loud when I need to, but that's not my uh, default mode, I guess. Um, I think I kind of fall back more on, coaching the individuals. I, I find myself like when I, when I see corrections that need to be made, I find myself walking straight to the player that needs the correction and just talking to them directly instead of addressing the entire group. Um, unless it's definitely, unless it's warranted, unless it's like a definitely the whole group. Um, I know we talk about a lot at practice about paying attention to the corrections or that what we're coaching to one player um, so that you can make the corrections as, as well. But I find myself um kind of sidestepping that and only speaking directly to uh, individual players. So I, that's something I have been working on. So that's one of the ways I've evolved over time. Um, I think, I think my uh, overall, my coaching uh, style or approach is, is kind of like steady. Um, I tried, I do get excited when exciting things happen, but I try to just sort of be that steady state, even when things are not going well. Um, I try not to show too much, you know, when you get disappointed or, you know, upset with the way maybe the game is going or a call or whatnot. Um, so I try to be that steady, steady Eddie um, um, for those girls. I would use the word. So am, am I allowed to jump in now? Yeah, okay? yeah. Go for it. So, so the first thing, as we were asking you, the first, the first thing is actually funny. I, I put um, quote unquote, in quotes, incredible with one-on-one instruction. And Jess is usually the ones uh, at practice who will, just will describe her own coaching style in a second, and, and we'll get to do there. You can but say it. I'm not scared. Just don't okay. care. Like, she don't care. Like, she's just like, <laughs> I'm not here. Like, I am here for you, but I'm here to help you help yourself. So just don't care. Heather, like, to me, you're great at the one-on-one stuff. Like, you're in practice. Hey, we're going to stop. We're going to break it down. Easton, this is why this. The transfer, the feet, the movement, the ball. Like, just for example, like, using my kid again, because whatever. Like, you're good at independently to phrase it you're good at in the moment independently going to each kid individually and really harnessing on the mechanic like you're really good at picking up the mechanics of what you think they may or may not have done correctly or could have done a little better i also think that you're extremely um you're extremely talented at quickly changing your approach if the girls don't immediately understand and what i mean by that is if you're phrasing something in a way in which a 10 year old does not understand you're quick to you don't continue to repeat yourself like i do sometimes but you will initially um look at them, ask them again from what I've seen, and then kind of try to change it and bring it to where they're at. Um, also, you're very knowledgeable. You're you're very understanding of where the girls are at and their skill level at the time. And I feel like you kind of tailor where they're at to what they're doing. And lastly, but not least, and this is all off the head here, Heather. This, I might go on for days. The approachability factor, it took my daughter specifically a little while to feel comfortable with you. 
because you are so consistent in your emotion where if Jess is kind of in between and you're more the mellow or consistent or, or, or what was the word you steady Eddie kind of way. And yeah. I'm Mr. Smiles. Like initially you may not come off as approachable as me who sits there and he's got a big old goofy grin. Right. But once you right. get That's- to talk to you a little bit more and you mm-hmm. get to know, like, like Jess, I'm telling you right now, man, Heather gives you a run for your money and in, in, in the Easton chart, like of who she likes talking to or practice more. And really that's the building, the relationship you have with Easton, but the approachability, I think that you give off after the girls get to know you a little more, because like you said, you are a little more consistent or a little more steady in that way. I, I, I think you're extremely approachable, like for reals, like very, very, very much so. Well, I appreciate that, Mike. It's not the first time that I've had that sort of a comment or remark about my approachability. I definitely, it definitely takes a little time to kind of break the ice and get comfortable on both sides. I think I, I've, in fact, in because you school, look very was, serious. Yes, but I you're do not. But 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 you're not serious. And you're quiet, so it's a little bit intimidating because you right. like you don't really know where you're at at times. Right. No, I'll, I'll tell you, but if you ever, if there's ever any doubt, just come stand next to me, and they will come right to you. <laughs> so really, guys, I feel like you could put each one of us next to one another, and you'd get me with the goofy grin, Coach Jess with the in between, and Heather with the more serious approach, and people would be like, "What is going on there?" Like very much, very, very, very much uh, downhill, but no, like seriously, Heather, I think you're honestly a fantastic coach, especially with the littles, like, and they're not little, they're 10 or some 11 now, but like, once you like talk to you and the girls know, like, you know, what you're talking about, like, that's when the fun can begin, I believe, right. When the girls can actually reap the years and decades of knowledge that you have in this great game called softball. Excuse me. I had to cough for a second. Well, I appreciate all those kind words, Mike. And I, I think you're right. It, that's probably the the one thing if I could work on something internally is that approachability so that I can connect with those girls a little quicker and kind of jump past that awkward beginning. But once they're in, they are all in for, for, for what it's worth. That's Thanks, okay. My turn. So, but I'm going to, I'm going to give Heather feedback. So the words that come to mind with Heather's coaching style are going to be calculated and gentle. Um, like you, you, like you said, like she kind of provides a very deep understanding to things. She knows the game in and out and strategy. And there are times where like, we'll talk through lineups and rosters and I think I've got it figured out. And she's like, what about this or this? I'm like, Oh yeah, that's a fantastic idea. Yeah. Let's run with that. Um, but she also has the ability to reach the girls on another level because like she said, she is so steady. She doesn't get like really, really high and emotional. She doesn't get really, really low. She's just consistent. And so that, that makes her reliable. And then I can tell that the girls and then even myself as a coach, I can, I feel like she is very trustworthy because of that. And I can go to her and the girls can go to her without fear of like, repercussion or um like just just a much gentler response than than they truly might get from me um she's gonna say it in a way that's gonna make sense that's going to resonate with them but it might be like I said a little bit more gentler and I think that that is also something I've noticed um coming from like her parenting style as well she's very very patient Um, She's very, very level headed. I think I can count on like three fingers the number of times I've seen her get animated about anything good, bad, right or wrong. And two of them were umpires. 
Um, so I just, I think that her providing that, that steady, gentle, just like, like I said, just comfortable, just kind of like presence makes her coaching style very, very effective. And it makes her really fun to coach with too, especially when she does get riled up. Cause then I'm right there egging her on. I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Yeah. This side that doesn't come out too often, but it, it does, uh, it is exciting when it comes out. Yes, it's so much fun to just kind of sit back and watch because that is, like you said, it's not a side that comes out often, but because it, it like be, you are so steady and consistent, but you're also very, very, very passionate. So when it does come out, like it's, it's just fun to watch. You're very and fair. And it is fun to just take a step back and watch you like huddle the girls, bring them in, instruct them, explain things um, because like you you just command a respect from them without having to command a respect from them that you just you have it well that's a huge compliment thank you you're welcome oh yes yes <laughs> we're waiting on you to describe your coaching style ma'am oh okay um so i think one of my parents a couple of seasons ago, I think, described my coaching style best. And um, it's it's kind of like a blend of all the things we talked about. I'm definitely business. I'm stern. I'm direct. I like to have fun. I like all the hugs. I definitely have an empathetic side. Um, one, because I lacked confidence growing up, so I can resonate with the girls in that instance. But also as a mother, like these are people's children and young ladies that we're trying to build and mentor. So um, when it comes to my coaching style and Mike, it might've even been you that said it. I can't remember, but if it was um, nice, it was me. I'm taking credit. <laughs> um, so when it comes to my coaching style, I, I'm, I'm a coach that's going to coach them hard, but hug them after. So, yeah, that was me. um, it was, you. man, I love that. Cause I was like, Hey, that, that pretty much sums out everything. I'm, I have, I, I set the expectations. I have high expectations. I maintain them. I try to, promote so much more growth from the girls than just softball with accountability, responsibility, leadership, good attitudes, um, self-confidence, things like that, both on and off the field. But in the same breath, like, I, I, yes, I'm stern. I'm very direct. But I also like it makes my day walking up to the field and literally being bombarded by girls coming up and coach Jess and like trying to see who's the first one to come give me a hug. They sound exactly like that. <laughs> it's it's it makes my day and so we always talk about like how softball is supposed to be like for a lot of kids it may be the only good thing in their day but me as a coach too like uh, and as, as a person like I know that I'm with the right group and the right families and kids and things like that because as a coach even though I am stern and direct and like I hold my players accountable on on a lot of different things I love that they want to see me just as much as I want to see them, whether it's practice, going to eat after games. They, I mean, they fight to sit by me, which is crazy because I, I'm very stern with them half the time. Like part of the, part of the time, I'm like, why do you want to, like, why do you want to hug? Why do you want to sit by me? I just ripped you and then gave you a hug, but it's just, it's, it's a weird balance, but I mean, I think it works for me. And to take it a step further, um, just to talk a little bit about how it's developed and how it's evolved over time, I think um, similar to like we've talked about in the past, like parenting styles, I think that I've tried to become the coach that I wish I would have had growing up, um, a good female role model, someone that I felt confident talking to about anything and everything, 
um, that I would have liked to have been able to have like off field conversations with, or, um, just someone that felt like a strong presence in my life that, that was more than just, Hey, that kid plays on my team. And, um, I never had that obviously aside from my dad, which as you guys have also heard me turd was the most fun I ever had playing softball, um, challenging, but very, very fun. And I think that I have tried to mold that approach in in terms of being a good mentor and a good leader and um, really, really staying true to accountability, both for my players and myself, but also, um, from just like I like I've talked about too with legacy the the coaches that I've coached with or that I've played for or that I've seen on the field that I just know I don't want to be so that's a big driving force too I I, I don't want to have the reputation of screaming and yelling and belittling children and arguing with umpires and rowdy parents like none of that is appealing to me and it goes against everything in, in my being personally so I don't I don't want to coach that I don't want an environment of that and I think it it all just comes down to the value values and principles that I hold as a person um, rolled into like how I want to coach and trying to kind of influence those same values onto my players. So in Jessica Tanner fashion, Coach Heather, I'm going to go ahead and jump in first because I don't want to lose my train of thought. <laughs> um, now, you you say the sternness, maybe in your voice, Jess, it's stern, but I've only really seen you get stern or, or quote, not frustrated, but stern when like, you've repeatedly asked for girls to do something and they haven't either listened or like, I think the sternest I've ever seen you get, we were like, Hey, I, I need your eyes on me. I need your eyes on me. I at like, after, after having to ask more than once, the mom of mom comes out of you with the sternness, I think. Um, now as it pertains to like, ah, uh, darn it. Um, the coach, some hard hug him after. Cause was, okay. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Very direct. So I think you're probably the best coach that I've been around or that I've seen that is good with the immediate connection with the girls. As you said, sometimes you can rip into them, but like they're still fighting for you after dinner or at dinners or what have you. I mean, I, I can't tell you, Coach Heather, how many times like Jess, you know, she has to split her time. So it's be 10 and 12 of you. They're like, so when Coach Jess coming, I'm like, hey, but uh, <laughs> me and Coach Ryan are here, girls, they'll be fine, right? And they're like, you know, cool. But like, where's Coach Jess? I'm like, she's coming. But like, when is she coming? It's the fighting over you and the the huddles and the relationships you really built with them. And I, I do think that you coach with a lot of emotion, Jessica, but like with an in with kind of calming. Like I, I still go back to the game where we're in we were uh it, it was the one where we lost on a Friday night and we played six before losing to to a, another talented team back to back to back to back, whatever. And I remember the game before we lost the last one, you said, Hey, like they got like five or six runs and the girls were a little defeated. We come back, we didn't come back and win that game eleven to six. But you told them, like, yo, like relax. This is a long game. We're not going to get all the runs back right now. You shouldn't expect to get them them right now, but let's go chip away. And then you hit them with the let's spot seven though. And it just totally lightened the mood after the girls were kind of <laughs> like in their feelings because we've made mistakes or what happened. Right. You're obviously very knowledgeable to come hard, hug them after. And I can just directly speak for my kid on this one. Like as much as she loves being on the softball field, softball, 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 like her favorite thing is the zoom and the softball schools and the stuff that it's still softball, but it's the more personal like it feels more personal. If that makes sense. Like in the relationship stuff, Coach Heather. Yeah, I'm gonna add and uh, like three words into Jess's description of herself. I would definitely agree with the, the the directness and and all the other things that she mentioned. But I think she missed three three things. One of those is that she's incredibly confident, and just to see that yes. confidence in the field, it's such a good role model for the girls. Um, it's to to 
to for them to be able to emulate that confidence is going to do so much for them now and in the future. So that's that's a huge one that, for me. That that's an absolutely great one. I did not think of that yeah. one. I'm a little upset that I did not. <laughs> um, and then next, uh, she advocates for those players all the time, whether it's arguing a call with an umpire um, and doing it in a respectful manner, so so that she's modeling something positive for the players. Um, but she advocates advocates for those players, whether it's on the field with an umpire or um, I think even just by holding them accountable and, uh, you know, with the report cards and whatnot and, you know, carrying your own equipment, um, that's, to me, that's a way of advocating for them because she's teaching them how to be responsible and and all those life sort of lessons. Um, and then lastly, I think, um, and I think this is probably the biggest one that gets her sort of um, where, she, where she is with those girls and how we talked about how they're always arguing and fighting over who gets to, you know, sit next to her, braid her hair or whatnot. Um, but just the level of respect she brings to those girls, she respects each and every one of them. And um, by respecting them and treating them respectfully, she's getting that back from them. Yeah, it's funny because we'll all be there. And we've, I mean, obviously the girls love Coach Jess and this and that. But like when Jess walks again to the group of girls, Heather, like all eyes immediately shift to Jessica for for whatever that's worth, Jess. Uh, yeah, I, I have to tell you guys that like, if we could rewind and you could see me in high school, like the first one you mentioned on the confidence thing, that is absolutely a learned and acquired skill. Um, I was 90 pounds in high school, like super shy, super introverted. I'm going to be honest. I don't really know when it clicked for me that I just had to have a voice and fight for what I, I, I really don't, I can't pinpoint anything. But that is something that I know how hard it was for me growing up. And I, it, it's, it's kind of like that whole fake it till you make it mentality. Um, on, the, on some days, like, or some things, I, I'm, I may not know everything, I may not feel it, but the more confidence you can bring to the plate, like the more everyone else is going to believe in you too. And I always kind of just try to keep that in mind and help, help, establish that with the girls especially as they are going through like learning the game in general um learning how to fail working through failure like um life changes and all like school like all of these different things that they're going through life right now i'm i'm trying to help build up their confidence on the field so that maybe that translates into other areas of their life as well so i I appreciate all the kind words and the compliments, but that's that's one that really sticks out for me because I'm telling you right now, I'm baffled at at where that came from over the years. Well, we came by the confidence. It's here now, and it's it's obvious, and it translates to the girls, and it's one of the ways that you're able to connect with them and to build that mutual respect with them. All right, so- I do. Um- on a on a funny note, Coach Heather, you want to share um, what your daughter specifically said the other day that that resonated with both of us? Uh, I I don't remember what was it. Oh, I remember we we were talking about um just uh just how passionate she is and her working through her big feelings and turning that into leadership and something construction constructive and um we were t- talking about how sometimes she can get frustrated or mad and. Uh, I had made a comment about um, like people, people making her mad. And then I'm going to let you take it from there and ask her what you asked, what you said about me and what her response was. Oh, right. Right. So, so after, you know, after the fact that she and I were talking and I asked her, 
you know, who, who is the one person that can make you like the maddest, like just by what they say or what they do, who's the one person that has that power over you. And without hesitation, she said, coach Jess. Um, that is fantastic. <laughs> without hesitation. I, I kind of chuckled and she said, well, it's just because, you know, she's, you know, she's has her thoughts and her opinions and I have thought my thoughts and my opinions and we're both very, you know, strong headed. And, and when we disagree, it, it just, we butt heads and we're just, we're just too too similar. She wasn't wrong. No, I I thoroughly <laughs> enjoy that response. <laughs> I did too. Yeah, it kind of made my day. Um, In fact, I sent um just to paint another picture again, referencing Buddy the Elf movie. Uh, in response to to Heather's comment, I sent her one of the little gifts or memes, whatever they're called of Buddy the Elf in the elevator, like running his hands down all the elevator buttons because uh, just just pushing those buttons, um, whether it's intentional or not, it's it's one of those things that uh, Cora and I are very similar. So I, I got a good laugh out of it as well. Uh, it also yeah, probably I, speaks to the relationship you have with her, right? Or why you have the relationship you have with her. Because you are so similar and like-minded. Yes. Um, right. They've been building that relationship for a long time and it's it's... <laughs> It, it it um it it started out strong, but it just continues to get stronger. So what we're saying is, it's something to behold. Potentially, yeah. okay. So so fair enough. So now we talked about the coaching styles and how it's developed over time. Just how can we develop our coaching styles to aid the children? So I think it's important, especially as coaches, to still always be a student of the game, um, be willing and open to learn new things, learn about your players, um, what they respond to, what they don't respond to, how they like to be communicated to, um, how they feel loved, how they feel respected, the, um, just as you would any other relationship. But then not only like learn and try to understand those things, but then actually applying them and making an effort to like maybe change if you've cho- let's say you've coached for a long time and it's working great, but always be willing to try something new or try to meet players where they're at. Or um, if, like I said, getting to know them where you may have a coaching style that's a direct conflict with them. But if you really want to build that relationship and you want to reach them and, and, and build that player up and get the most out of them both on and off the field for your team, then meet them where they're at. You, you coach them according to how, they need to be coached, not how you coach necessarily. So um, being a student in the game, knowing your knowing your players, but then also um, being willing and open to uh, information or drills or feedback from other coaches or umpires or parents and making sure that you're just you're taking everything in and you you don't have this kind of like approach or mindset where you know everything, you're stuck in your ways. Um, just being able to be open and flexible to to change, I think is really important. I think too, like you just said, meeting players where they're at is, is such a big thing. Like something I, I did a lot of when we first started with these groups of girls specifically was kind of like talking to their parents during the downtime. Like, yo, like, what do they like? Like, do they have a favorite candy? What's their TV shows? Do they have friends at school? Music? Like kind of like <laughs> finding out what their interests are as well to try to like, like build that relationship with them. And really, as you said, like learning how to, because I don't, 
I don't think there's one specific correct way to coach, right? Like there's strategies for everything. Everything pretty much can work if you like have full buy-in. That's how I believe it at least. Like, I don't think there's a right or a wrong. There's just like everyone has their own feels, right? Like, I know that at practices, I feel like we're very structured, but like if a player's struggling, like I feel, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Jessica, but I feel like we've snuck in drills at times if a player was having kind of an off day or wasn't feeling great that you kind of felt that they might succeed in and kind of get them going is was I reading too much into that maybe I was just overthinking I I I felt like we've done this before no absolutely and that's something that especially if it's fundamentals or footwork or um dailies like you can never do too much of those anyways so if you have a strong player that's having an off day and you have an opportunity to just mix in one drill that you know is going to help build them up but they're going to succeed right yeah, well, maybe that changes the course of their day and the rest of their evening. Why not? Like, or they're weak in the field, right? Yeah, and I think I think you touched on something there too. Like, no, there's not one like hard and fast coaching style, but I think that's what makes um, like our team so special is that we have like multiple coaching styles, so that depending on the day or the player or or things like that, we can step in and, and respond and coach accordingly. And, um, and I will tell you too, like, especially because you guys do have children on the team, like it's not uncommon for me, me to get a heads up and be like, Hey, she's yours today. Or I need you to handle this or this, like th- those conversations as well, or, or the heads up, like, Hey, we've, we're having an off day or, or things like that, where um, it kind of helps to adjust your coaching style too, based on where your players are at for the day, which I also think is important. Right. And I think uh, to your note of being like a, a student of the game, I think that's huge um, because it, it shows your, stu- your, your players that you don't think that you have everything figured out and that, you know, everything and, and, you know, it's your way, your way or the highway, your opinion's always right. You know, it's, it's not things change, you know, you, as you learn new things, your approach, your opinion might change. Um, and it's not just, not just with the the softball part of it. It's the always being a student of building relationships and different approaches to how you communicate with your players. Um, I think when you, as a coach, if you ever start feeling like you have everything all figured out, then you are turning down a path where you're going to start being a pretty bad coach because you won't be able to develop and evolve further and, and, you know, make those connections with those players to reach them where they are. Well, I can't tell you how much softball um, I've watched the past two years. It's, it's sickening. If you (laughs) sickening the amount of videos from 2003, you know, like that are like old ESPN classics at this point versus softball. Now, I mean, even the learning student, the game stuff, guys, like the evolution of every sport, right. It's, it's hard fast, but like softball in and of itself, like, my daughter's a pitcher and watching girls pitch from like five to 10 to 15 to 20 years. They're like, it's not even the same style. Like it's not even the same approach. It's not even the same mindset. What they're talking about 10 years ago is like things that is not the common practice. Or it isn't group think now. Like I, I really, really love that point though. Just the evolution and being able to, to, to really be a student of the game because it's, I mean, we all grew up, you ladies playing softball, me playing baseball, not the same sport, a lot of similarities, but like, it's just different. Like everything evolved so quickly. And in softball with the speed of the game, I really feel like it's, 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 you know, this is a family friendly podcast, but it's like poop or get off the pot. Like it's either you learn to adapt or you're going to be left behind pretty quickly. 
and you're going to leave your girls behind, in my opinion. I don't know. Right. You're doing everyone a disservice if you, if you don't have that sort of growth mindset. Um, like, don't be so like, right. Like, sorry, I mean to cut you off, but like, like, don't be so, so like thick headed that you're not willing to admit like the ownership that you're wrong or that there's a different way of doing things. Like I truly, truly, truly believe if you're full in on something, there's no right or wrong way to do anything. There's multiple ways to skin a cat, right. if you will. Yeah. I was just going to say that more than one way to do anything. And if you get down the, if you get to, into the mindset where there's only my way, well, you're not going to reach very many kids and you're not going to have a very successful, you know, long-term coaching career. Well, because at the end of the day, it's about the kids, right? Like it's not, I mean, it, as much as we love, 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 as love as, as, as much as I love laying out my clothes the night before, as if I'm suiting up, like it's not really about me. It's about the children. And that is, buddy the elf 101 we still me and my daughter we still lay our clothes out next to one another and i'm not even playing guys i cannot tell you how much i enjoy helping these children you have no idea mike yes. let me ask you a question who who lays their clothes out first easton or you hold on i'm having a hard time hearing you right now what did you say is it all <laughs> um we're, we're, we're usually racing um and no it's it's easton but only because Easton, lay out your clothes, lay out your clothes, lay out your clothes. Like we have to kind of, kind of remind her we get sidetracked sometimes, but, um, and I, and I would say sidetracked, but, um, the correct answer is probably me. And that's only because I, I have stuff hung up two days before in the closet. I was more so getting at the fact that I love how passionate and how, how involved you love to oh. still be with Easton. So <laughs> I figured Easton would lay out her clothes and then you would go lay your clothes out next to Easton. So similar a, to you guys showing up matching all of the time. So that's like a big point of contention in my house. Like, wow. So I, I behind the curtain here, lady. So last night, like I, I, I took Easton out to dinner and I called the, uh, my wife and I was like, Hey, we're going to gonna go out tonight and she's like awesome i was like can you make sure she's ready by the time i get home and she's like wait what what do you mean she's ready and as soon as i said it like i i i knew i was in trouble um <laughs> was not good and then trying to do damage control i texted my son and i was like hey ask mom if she wants to go out to eat immediately three minutes later like just you and her three minutes later she's like did you tell your son to message me I was not dinner. So Ethan's like, that was a terrible idea. I could have told you before. I was like, good Lord. Like, where were you five minutes ago when I was Siri voice to texting it as we were driving? But all kidding aside, um, yeah, I mean, it, I'm 100% all in on everything. She's 100% all in. And that goes for her as well as her teammates and as well as anything I do. So being able to adapt and, and learn and, and, and put the girls in a position to succeed based on what I can learn along the way, like that's, that's, that's that's too easy not to do. It's too easy not to do that. It's not fair to the girls or to the parents or to anybody. Come on. I mean, minimal effort, right? Really. Um anyways, now that I I am blushing, I'm sure. Um, Coach Heather, anything else you would like to add into the podcast before I continue to talk and feel free to cut me off at any point? I'll just reiterate the be yourself part. I mean, if, if, if I, if I tried to be the loud yelling coach, um, it just wouldn't work. I wouldn't be genuine. The kids would see right through it and I wouldn't be able to connect with them. They wouldn't, they wouldn't, I wouldn't be believable. Um, so be yourself, whether it's, you know, the, the fun coach, coach Mike or the soft, uh, softer, you know, gentler coach Heather or somewhere in the middle stern coach Jess, whatever it might be, be yourself. 
I would agree with that. And then in addition to being yourself, also be genuine. Um, Yes, you want to try to have a consistent coaching style, but just like we've talked about in the past and the players too, like we are humans, we are not perfect. We're going to have off days. So not being scared to admit that to the girls, like if they're like, hey, Coach Chester, is everything okay? Or you seem a little sad or frustrated. Like also being able to say, hey, I had a really hard day, but I'm so excited to be here with you guys. I'm going to work on it. Or um, just, just know that you don't have to be on and like all the time. It's okay to, to be yourself and be genuine with whatever you have going on in your life outside of softball as well. I think to your point too, you said earlier, how you like arriving, how it makes you best part. Like, I th- I think for me, it's also one of the best parts of my day. Right. So kind of, you said you walk up and they're like, hi coach, this and that, like, I enjoy yelling at the kids as they're exiting their car from across the parking lot and everyone looking at me and then looking at those, those kids. Like I love making them uncomfortable. It's fantastic. It's fun. <laughs> um, this is true. But um, I mean, or, or pulling up with Christmas music in June just to annoy the children. Like that's for me, girls, that's not for you. Like it's just, that's just on. Um, I was going to say that's not to annoy the children. That's just because you have an obsession with Christmas. And I guarantee you, right, if I were to ask you right now, you could probably tell me how many days there are until Christmas. I don't know how many days there are, but I know that we're almost to July, which means we're almost there. Um, Uh Well, that is truly surprising. I, I figured you would have some sort of countdown on your wall. Um. There's many things my wife allows. I don't think she would allow that. <laughs> she she also enjoys hey, Christmas, but on that note, I will go ahead and throw this out there just for you guys that are local. We've got our summer series going on right now, but in the true spirit of Christmas and the winter holidays, we're going to be hosting a camp uh the week before Christmas. And the shirts for that camp are gonna be um obviously they're gonna be dry fit, but they're gonna be ugly softball Christmas sweaters, and I cannot wait. Yeah, this that all sounds like a lot of fun. Um, and the camps went well, right? I mean, unfortunately, I was at work. I wasn't able to attend. But from everything I've heard, like, they were absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it was really good. It was it was also really good that we were indoors. So I'll be looking forward to that again. The shirts are incredible. I heard that a shirt was ordered for me, and yet I am not wearing this shirt right now. I feel like I, I, I feel like I also need to have a hat. Like, for as many hats, like, I always wear hats. So the fact that I don't have a hat yet, like... It's very it's it's very bothersome to me that I've yet to get myself a hat, which I need to figure out pretty soon. Um, I was going to say, I'm glad you threw that in there because that is on your list. In fact, order one for my husband while you're at it, if you don't mind. Absolutely do not. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and check us out, clock us out here. This was episode 39, Coaching Styles with Coach Jess, Coach Heather, and me, Mike. Um, next episode will be episode 40, Why Do You Play Softball?, um, as always, we would like to thank you for for really, you know, jumping on the fundamental fast pitch uh, party wagon, if you will, or party train, the viewership and all that stuff continues to go up and, and doing so, please continue to like, share and subscribe across all social media platforms until next time. Have a great rest of your evening and we'll catch you guys here on the other side.